Hello and welcome to Sugar Talk with Rana. I'm your host, Rana, and we are live, Facebook Live, with not special guests, but my guests, as always, Ricky. Hi. Welcome. How are y'all doing tonight? Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so, as you know, I do have a few things that I would like to touch base with on this evening. So, I do this every time anyway. Um, is that okay? What? Don't act up tonight, okay? Okay. That was an accident. That noise was an accident. <laughs> hey, Lacey, welcome to the show. Family, my sister is always on time. Thank you, sis. Appreciate you. Um, listen, so I have some entertainment news for you guys. You know, we've been talking about um, Stevie J and Faith Evans, this whole mm-hmm. tobacco. To me, it's a tobacco because it's like, how did they even, how did they even get together? That thing that's, is still a mystery to me. So, but anyway, beyond me. so they were seen, uh, TMZ actually saw mm-hmm. them at the festival, the Essence Festival. Essence Festival. Yes. And so the question was asked if mm. they were having trouble in paradise and they kind of played it off. So I was watching the video and they, did you see it? I didn't know. No. Okay. Not the video you saw. Okay. So what video did I you saw see? The, no, I saw the video where she was performing on stage and he like jumped up in front of people and ran on stage and like he had to fix something on her outfit. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw that. So thing. is this what the? So this is not what they're. This is not no. This is not no problems. He literally he just jumped on stage to help her out. What was some wardrobe malfunction? He was just there for his baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what that was. I, I didn't see that child. <laughs> that's, that's all that was. I need funny. to see that video, honey. Um, no, but so TMZ asked them if they're because you know they've been having some issues and they unfollowed each other. On Instagram, Instagram and whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, the question was asked if they're having trouble in paradise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they try to play it off. But Stevie J went but to. If you and your person <laughs> having an argument. And somebody. How you and your, your, your man doing? First of all. You been there. First of all, they're in the public eye. You signed up for this. So guess what? Listen. I'm just saying. They're on reality TV. They signed up for it, right or wrong. Okay. Anyway, like I was saying, saying. Stevie J went to say, hey, is this uh, Trouble in Paradise? And he kind of leaned over to kiss Faith. And she was like, gave him the cheek business? I was like, no, Mm. she didn't. (laughs) So uh, apparently, you know, women know. They have a little argument. Yeah, but it's a little tense. Don't come kissing me. Oh, well. I guess not. You've had, you've had, I'm sure you had times where you've been mad at your lover and you're uh, like, don't touch me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They yes. just, they're in the public eye. You wasn't in the public eye at the time. No, I wasn't. So. Because he would have got punched. So we don't. <laughs> now she knows she can't punch him. I know, I know, I know. That I know. would be a I whole nother TMZ story. I know. So I, that's all I'm I'm not trying to make it bigger. Or smaller than what it is, but yeah. you know now. Well, you know they got an anniversary coming up this month. It's the eighteenth. I think it's the eighteenth. Eighteenth what? This will be July. Their oh, first year anniversary. Eighteen. I was like, they only been together for a little, little bit. It's a year, honey. It'll be a year on the eighteenth. Mm. Oh, okay. I believe it's eighteen. 
Yeah. So, hey, Makisha, welcome to the show, girl. Glad you are with us this evening. Um, so, in other news, mm-hmm. <laughs> in other news, Wendy Williams, mm-hmm. how you doing? Okay. <laughs> Wendy Williams announces that uh, her and Chris Jenner have uh, some kind of deal going on. Mm-hmm. So apparently, she has the okay to call them the night before. Because, you know, she actually. She can't go a week without bringing up a Kardashian. Exactly. Some kind of Kardashian, Kardashian news. news. Well, people are obsessed with them for some odd reason. I love the Kardashians, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But people are obsessed. I, with them, I'm not really into the Kardashians. I like love them. them. I, I love their business. After me, I love how they ride for their family. Number one, yeah, and all like they do business with their family as well. You know, like yeah. they got each business other's ventures, back, yeah. and they um, business ventures together, and it's all family. Let's get this money together. Exactly. I'm I like down that. For that. I like now that I about am the down Kardashians. For that. Yes, I do like that. So the only way that I well. The only reason why I kind of got into the Kardashians is because you and Tynequa. Because, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. I would have to sit and watch and suffer. Then I ain't nobody no suffer. You're suffering. doing a little lot with those words. Suffering. Sorry Trust to be a me. burden. You was. <laughs> <laughs> you was. <laughs> but. So, yeah. I mean, the, people are obsessed with their lives. So, um, what is the deal? So apparently she had a conversation with Chris and Mm -hmm. they made a deal that she can call them the night before she airs a a topic on the Kardashians. Yeah. So she's going to get it firsthand. She's going to get the actual, actual tea straight from the horse's mouth. So anyway, Amberlynn, hey all. Hope everyone's week is going smoothly. Yes, ma'am, it is. We are talking about entertainment news and the Kardashians, child. Do you watch the Kardashians? Who out there watches the Kardashians? Anybody? I watch the Braxtons. I'm, I'm kind of behind on it, though. You watch a lot of reality TV. Okay. Anyway. Well, let me not say it. Well, no, you do watch a lot of I do TV. watch a lot of reality TV. Not a lot. But you watch reality TV. I don't watch reality TV anymore. I used to like be really into, into it, it, but I'm not into it anymore. Yeah. So what happened with re- watching reality TV? Mm-hmm. Um, I realized instead of watching other people's lives, <laughs> come on, <laughs> let me go on and live my own. Get but so you know and do what I need to be doing. Right, right. So I can get my own show since people like watching people's shows. You know, and talk about it. It's, it's, it's very true. So, um, I was like, instead of watching this content that they're putting out, why don't I put out my own, own content? content? And I does. And I do. And people watch. How about you? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bring it back in. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, Lisey said she used to watch the Kardashians and Amberlynn said she used to watch she used to, and then over the years, she lost interest. Yeah, yeah. that's how it was. In the beginning, I guess. I'm not know, into them as much as I used to. I think um, still them. watches them. She still watches them. I like them. Yeah. I still love them, don't get me wrong, and I'll see what they're doing on. I don't even follow them on social media, actually. But I'll see the um, stories come up. But I don't follow none of them. Oh, you don't? I don't follow any of them on Did social you, media. Did you used to? I used to. Like, follow them on social media? Yeah. yeah. 
But now, if I see them, it's because they're just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I just see them. But I still love them. Ain't no, of course, there ain't no beef. I don't know them like that, but. <laughs> no beef. <laughs> ain't no beef, but I just don't go checking, looking for people. Okay. Not for them, no way. Okay. All right. So. No shade. Um, so our next little tidbit, mm-hmm. Lala Anthony. I love Lala Anthony, first okay. of all. Tell us why. Let's just start it. Um, I, don't, I just always, first of all, she's very beautiful. She but, is. Um, she has her book. Um, it's called The Power Playbook, The Rules for Success, Independence, and Money, okay. I believe, if I'm saying it correctly. But I read that a while back, and it is such a good book, and it has given, given me so many pointers, and um, it, it gave me a lot of information you know, and I just absolutely that I was I was able to take from and learn something. So um, I love Lala Anthony for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and she just seems real cool. So okay, mm-hmm. so uh, anyway, with with uh, Lala, apparently she was in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and she was she made an appearance on. I don't know where she was in some some club or whatever, mm-hmm. and she made an appearance, and she was on stage singing a song. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. City girls act up. You know that song? Mm-hmm. How, how it go? You can you give me a look? Give me. A, a I'll bleep out the words. <laughs> Just but a little it bit. Start off <laughs> that song. It starts off real. A S S O B. Oh, give a F. Oh, about. Oh. Uh, N. Oh, okay. So then that's where this comes in. <laughs> so I'm just get. Okay, so apparently she was on stage, okay, singing this song, mm-hmm. and she, you know, yells out to the crowd exactly what you just said, that's basically. The start of the song, honey. and then she said, "I really don't. I really don't, though. I really don't, though." So we she we all know who she's talking about, Carmelo. But I mean, he messed up. Point blank, period. So this is the second time, um, second time I think, probably to the public that he's been known to cheat on her. I mean, why? He's retarded. She's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, granted, we don't know what goes on in other people's households or you know what they mm-hmm. go through, but yeah. What is the point of cheating? We don't have to talk about that on the next uh, Dating and Relationship Chronicles. All right. Anyway, uh, Amberlynn says, to me, reality TV looks too scripted these days. I feel like there is enough real drama. I dodge day to day. I'm not trying to see it made up to. I know Mm -hmm. that's right. But I still try to keep up with the teeth. Yes, mm-hmm. um, I definitely keep up with the tea, and that is a must. But you I know keep what? up with the tea on Instagram. The very first reality show was Real World, New York. I used to love that show. I think that's how I got into reality TV. Y'all remember that show? The first reality TV show that you watched? I remember watching, or back at the beginning of reality TV, was Flavor of Love. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That is so old, but listen, that was not the that first was, reality show. I knew that my, for me, okay, that, that I was like hooked on was Flavor of uh, Love. Y'all remember Flavor? Yes. Love. How can you forget Flavor of Love with New York? Yes, with New York child. I could not stand that chick. Flavor of Love. That was. Um, and then she got her own. 
Yeah. She ended up getting I home. I love New show. York. Uh, Watch that too. I did too. <laughs> I did too. And the one guy, remember the twins? Yeah. It was Chance and mm-hmm. he, and there was he a, passed away. There was a little person. And her mother like screamed. She was scared of him. Bless his heart. Really? I don't remember that yes. part. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. It's not funny. She was, it's not funny. <sighs> Anyway, uh, Lisa says, I'm living in my own re- reality, honey. I know that's right. I'm trying to keep up with my own life. Exactly. Yes, yeah. I definitely understand that. But anyway, so moving on mm-hmm. to political news. Okay. This is um, kind of interesting. Senator Carmela Harris from California. Um, How do you say her name? Camilla. Camilla. Kamala. Kamala. Thank I you. was going to say, because I'd be saying, that's how I thought you said it, because I'd be like, Kamala, you know, because I'd, <laughs> I'd be trying to say people's names right, but I'd be like, I probably Kamala. sound crazy. Kamala, it's almost like Carmel, Car- Car- anyway, Kamala Harris from California, Kamala. she wants mm-hmm. to add data, uh, more data to your credit report, or to the credit bureaus to calculate, you know, higher scores for, um, um, to address the black home, home ownership. And I'm like, okay, that could be a good thing, you know, mm-hmm. for some people. But then, on the other hand, it could be a bad thing. For some people. For some people. So it depends. Uh, it could go kind of either way. So anyway, she unveiled her plan last week during an appearance at the Essence Festival in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And um, she says that credit scores should include rent cell phones and utilities how do you feel about oh, that oh i thought it did include cell phones Mm-mm. dang oh you thought you was getting I thought it was cell phones on my credit score i know well uh-uh tiny well then and yeah. how you well then yeah how you doing tiny hi tiny we were talking about you earlier girl but anyway indeed wait what are we kardashians saying? oh yeah um dang um i thought that was on my credit score okay no move on that's fine <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, you are hurt, honey. That's another day. That's a, um, another topic. Well, I will be glad when she add that up on there. Well, so you saying she getting into office? Because that's you said. Now, no, no, I don't know nothing about none of that. Honey. Oh, because you were speaking prophetically. Oh, okay. Um, my mistake. My mistake. <laughs> um, however. That plan, you know, adding, adding, you said rent, rent, phone bills, elect, uh, u- utilities. utilities. Yeah. That would help. Yeah, that would help some people and it would hurt others. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that- I think it would give people um, a better way to improve their credit scores, though. So hopefully yeah. they would be able to, if people really took advantage of the, um, I don't want to say. I don't know. The opportunities that they're given to improve their credit score, right. they would have a better credit score. Yeah. And that would be another opportunity for after the But see, black some people, people just don't care, though. Some people just don't care about their credit. So they just, you know, kind of be all willy nilly okay, about well, it. That's them. For the people that do care, I would like more opportunities because I've been paying my phone bill thinking <laughs> that it was helping my credit yes. score. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, honey, because I okay. do not know. 
Listen, Lisey said because that can show a history of potentially paying a mortgage. True, very exactly. true. I like that. Um, I think that's great for the younger generation. Talk to us, nice. Yes. Um, but I mean, even for me, like I have a good rental history. You know what I'm saying? Utility. Mm-hmm. I think that will boost my score a whole lot. Yeah. I, I'm all for it. I know that some people aren't. We might have to talk about that at a later date. But on we can weigh out more pros and cons. Yeah, that. on that. That's a, another another show. Definitely. So, um, but anyway, at least the phone bill. At least add that, please. Thank you. <laughs> if you can't add nothing else, P, you gonna keep your phone on. Now I know people don't be paying their rent on time, but you can keep your phone on. <laughs> Let <laughs> it go. Let it go, boo. Let all it right. go. All right. It's all good, but I think it's I think it's a good thing. I think it would be good. I think it would be good. I mean, for the people who are going to use it to help themselves, for the people who don't care about their credit, I well, they, you already know. They I mean, you just got to be wise about how you spend money, man. Seriously, if you're trying to buy a house, I think it could really help a lot of people. Because who wants to pay eighteen hundred dollars in rent when you can own for twelve hundred dollars? I mean, you know, and pay a mortgage for twelve hundred dollars. Nobody. Well, nobody that I know. Nobody I know either. It just doesn't make sense. But anyway. So, moving on. Mm-hmm. I have a special guest this evening. And I'm so super excited. Eh, 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 eh. No? No, you can do what you oh, okay, okay. Because he was looking at me. I shouldn't be doing all of that. But, um, so... I have a special guest, and I so appreciate her. Uh, Miss Sherry Warren, would you please step to the stage? Ah, yay! Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you this evening? I'm great. Thank you so much for coming on at the last minute. I really appreciate you. No problem. You guys are amazing. <laughs> like they want Thank us you. to be quiet over there with all of this going on. <laughs> Sorry. That, that's just, you know, that's our flow every week pretty much. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, Sherry, um, I won't do a whole lot of introduction, but if you want to say anything... No, I'm hanging out with you. Yeah, okay, all, all right. <laughs> I'm just hanging out with you. Okay, well, welcome. You. Thank, thank you. you for having mm-hmm. me. And uh, my sister says welcome as well, oh, Lisey. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Lisey. All right, so I had someone send me a topic for this evening, and it's a really sensitive topic. So I really want your guys' input, and that's another reason why I invited Sherry to come on the show um, to talk about this with us. And the the topic is, um, how do you overcome terminating a pregnancy as a Christian? This is very, very sensitive because there are a lot of Christians who don't believe in terminating a pregnancy. Um, And that it could be a lot of reasons why people terminate the pregnancy. So um, one is health issues. Uh, Two could be they got raped or... um, a lot of a lot of things, but the one was health issues. How do you feel as a Christian terminating pregnancy, or how do we overcome that? Because knowing that you have to get rid of your, you know, something that is connected to you, you know what I'm saying, and it, you know, it, that person could go through a lot of mental mental things and you know issues and so how do you overcome that how how do you how would you overcome that 
As a Christian? As a Christian. I went through it without, before I was a Christian. As a Christian, that's like me having a conversation with God. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is. Because it's like, I don't know, I always look at it like, that took my breath away today when you text. I was like, oh, okay. So I really I really try to have conversations with God about everything because I, I get tired of going back to fifth grade, mm-hmm. repeating the same thing over. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I need to hear you because I don't want it to be me personally. I want it to be what really would make sense as a Christian. And if you're really in a relationship with God, okay, this was one thing that came to me. If um, we trust God to forgive us of our sins right. after the act of it, mm-hmm. so we can we trust God with our life and the baby's life mm. when it's that situation? Because to me, that was the big question. We say we trust God, but how much do we really trust him? Because right. if he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, and he knows what happened. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a secret to him. He wasn't sitting in heaven going, oh, God, what am I going to do? You know, this just happened to Sherry, and she belongs to me, so how is she going to do this? No, he's actually waiting for me to trust him, even if it's an uncomfortable situation, even if it's something really hard, because it's still trusting him with my life and the babies. You know, I'm not saying if that happened, you know, out of rape, would I be able... I would have to be able to still say that. I would have to still be able to go to God. I would have to. So would you still be able to, like, even after having the baby, let's just say the person was raped and having the baby, knowing that what happened to you, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. mentally, it's a lot. That is a lot. It That's a, a lot, lot of strength. When I wasn't a Christian. So I, I think me looking at it from that away, because without being a Christian, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hanging out mm-hmm. back then and that time, you know, smoking out, partying, you weren't supposed to tell people you was hearing babies crying right. after the fact. You yeah, know, yeah. you just dealt with it. So I'm like, if that was the case, then that same God would be with me now. That, that He was with me then, but I didn't know it because it was me bearing the burden. Mm-hmm. But this, as a Christian, he's with me mm-hmm. and he would be carrying it for me. Right. And I, those same things that happened to me mentally I know now that I have somebody that can handle that for me versus me being in my own space and not really sharing and talking. And, you know, we have a habit of going on with life and not really dealing. Yeah. We suppress things and then yes. later we pop off or yes. later things come out and we look real crazy. But it was years of suppressing certain things. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you a little story that happened today. Actually, I was um, I mentioned this story to um Someone that I, I don't work with her directly, but, you know, we're in, in the same in building. Act. Yeah. And so we were um, walking to lunch and I brought up that that scenario. I was like, what would you do, you know, as a Christian? She said, let me tell you this story. So she ends up telling me a story versus what she would do. But mm-hmm. it was a very, very interesting story. And you really have to be a believer to grasp this story. So she was pregnant, but she didn't know she was pregnant. And she was having really bad pains and she decided to, you know, go get checked out because she didn't know what was going on. 
And um, so she was sitting in the waiting room and this lady walks in and the lady was in a lot of pain. And she's like, she asked the lady, you know, are you okay? And she's like, you know, I'm in a lot of pain. She said, let me, you know, let me ask you a question. She said, okay. She said, "Um, do you think God would forgive me if I got rid of my baby? And she's like, she said, girl, I was in so much pain that I had to tell her to wait a minute before she could give her the answer. And so when she got herself together, she said she told the young lady that, you know, I think God would forgive you, you know, for terminating your baby. She said, are, are you sure? You know, like she was this young girl. She said, are you sure? She said, yeah. And she said in her mind, she didn't know if the young lady you know, if her parents were strict and, you know, she was trying to get rid of the baby and not tell her parents or, you know, she was in some type of trouble and she just wanted to terminate the baby. So the girl um, then asked the lady and says, um, are you OK? She said, well, I'm in a lot of pain. She said, you want me to get something for your pain? And she says, yeah. Now, mind you, they're already in like a medical facility or whatever. So she says, yes. She said, okay, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get something for your pain. She left Mm -hmm. and never came back. So the lady was like, oh, my co-worker, she was like, um, lady never came back, but she was asking the nurses, did you see that the young lady that was in here? Mm -hmm. She said, what young young lady? lady? What young lady? (laughs) There was no young lady in there. She said, there was a young lady in here. I was just talking to her. She said, no, there was nobody in here. And so as she kept, you know, going on with the story, I asked her, I said, so after she left, did your pain go away? She said, yeah. I said, you were talking to Jesus. She said, oh, my God, you just gave me chills. I'm about to cry. I mean, this lady is way older than me. Mm -hmm. And we're having this conversation. And again, like I said, you have to be a believer to actually grasp that story. She was talking to Jesus and she Jesus, I feel that Jesus was testing her and her faith and asking her, you know, do you think God would forgive if you terminated? Mm -hmm. And she said, yes. And what happened? She, the, she lost the baby. Hmm. She lost the baby, but I mean, she has children now, but the whole thing was God was testing her to see where her belief was in him. And then she believed. Isn't that crazy? I mean, be careful when you talk to strangers because you never entertain an angel. Never know. So, um, Lisa said she just got chills from that story. Listen, when I tell you that thing, it blew me away, but I immediately knew Mm -hmm. when I asked her, Did your pain go away? And she said, Yeah. She said, I never thought of, she said, I never thought about that until you just now said that. All those years. But, you know, that's, you know, that's how it is. Um, Isolated said, hey, how you guys doing? Hey, Isolated, welcome to the show. We are talking about, um, as a Christian, how do you deal with terminating a pregnancy? So, you know, we were, I was just telling a story about um, a young lady. Well, she's no longer a young lady, but at the time she was a young lady. But how um, she got, I think she was visited by... Like I said, Jesus, but you're saying angels, so it's all the same thing. But basically, we have to believe and have faith that God is going to take care of us. But when you're not a Christian, 
So let's flip it. Because when you're not a Christian Mm -hmm. and you're out here doing willy nilly things and you get caught up, what do you do? Then when you do become a Christian, do you go back and think about those things that you've done now that you're you understand what I'm saying that now that you're a Christian, you did all these things that like, oh, my gosh, will God forgive me? You know what I'm saying? I went through that, but it was a process because, you know, you go through levels of, you know, being saved, as mm-hmm. we like to say, I'm saved, I'm born again or whatever. But when you get into that status of relationship, that's when you can better yet understand, because I went through those phases, you said, having the abortion, not being saved, going through all this and then coming into a relationship with God. It was like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, so I it was what it was healing mm. because all those things that I felt, all that shame, that hurt, that embarrassment, because I felt like, hey, my oldest was young and I was like, Mm-mm, you know, and that was and, and, and the crazy thing that happened while being on the table, get um, having the abortion, I jumped straight up and said, stop. Mm. And he said, it's too late. Mm. So I think that that was the hardest thing because I was like, why would I just, I mean, like literally I'm, I'm laying on the table, the procedure's going on, and I guess things were going through my mind and I was like, and I sat straight up and was like, stop. And he said, it's mm. too late. And I said, wow. I said, okay. So I kind of think I went numb right then. I checked out mm. because I was like, boy, you really did this. And um, it was crazy for a while because I remember um, my oldest was born, but she was away and I was home. But I kept hearing um, a baby crying. And I'm like, so I'm getting up because I'm thinking, oh, she's over there. And she really wasn't. And I was like, wow. And it didn't dawn for a while. And I was like, and these babies crying and I was like mm. started thinking of what they were saying because you know they tell you these are the effects this is what could happen afterwards and you know I'll say us as black people and me you know I was just like whatever you know I'm good um, I'm gonna smoke out I'm not mm-hmm. really much gonna care about this is over now and I couldn't stop it so I went into that numbing phase you know smoke out drink out mm-hmm. party out just black out don't care don't think and so when I did get saved, and it's crazy because I was um, six months pregnant with my youngest oh, wow. when I came to say, okay, I'm ready to give my life to God. And it, it was, and I always say we have the choice because people are like, well, I ain't have nothing else to do. I got to say, oh, yes, I did. You know, mm-hmm. I could have just had my baby come on mm-hmm. doing what I was doing. I, mm-hmm. I, I never want to say that about Jesus. Like he's the last resort. I didn't have anything else. So I went to him. But during that process it was like carrying her going through things at the same but God was still healing right and it was it was hard because I had to you know it's easy when we say I um I trust God or whatever but to tell God about you mm-hmm. and to tell God look I messed up forgive me and it once I began to ask for forgiveness and genuinely sought him out to say forgive me I don't know you know I knew this was wrong when it happened I knew when I sat up on that table that I had did something wrong and um, later, it was just like a piece where I knew that I was forgiven because all the mm. shame and all the, the guilt that I used to feel like sometimes you I would say, wow, I would have another child that would be such and such an age. Mm. And I was like, those kind of things, it, it doesn't 
it's not like one of those things anymore. It's not something. Now it's just for me to be like, you know, you'll be good. Right. You'll you'll be okay. You you know, because it could have took my mind because mm-hmm. it was a lot. Yes. You know, between drinking and smoking out. And reality, yeah. it was a lot going on. But you know, you think you're gonna smoke it away, and then when right. you're not but high no there. more, yeah. you like you come back to the same it's reality. Yeah. But God is a good God, and He's an amazing God, and He He's not like us. You mess up today, I don't fool with you. He doesn't. Oh, <laughs> oh I saw what you did. I ain't speaking to you right mm-hmm. now because I ain't gonna give you them blessings I told you about. Nah, He might. Put you a little pause in the middle so you can get yourself together, but right. he's not an Indian giver. Right. Talk about that. Yes. So I will share, um, and not even my son knows this, but I actually had a miscarriage and nobody really knows that. And so I'm being transparent at this moment. And yeah. in that moment, <laughs> I know, right? My oldest one, she's like, what? <laughs> so, um, in that moment of having a miscarriage, I mean, I cried like a baby. I I mean, because, and I mean, I already had five kids. But it's that that connection. Exactly. It's It's like, oh my gosh, well, you know, and the thought was like, okay, I really don't need another baby at this time. What am I going to do? Mm -hmm. And in that moment, you know, just a peace came about me. Because I know that God was saying, and you know, because even I was saying, I don't need any more kids at this point. But... The miscarriage happened mm-hmm. and I didn't know. And I'm like, I'm going to, you know, the clinic like, hey, something's going on because, right. you know, I had a lot of a bleeding and stuff going on. So and that's what happened. And when she in that moment when she told me, man, I lost it. I lost it because, you know, it is a, a part, part of you. Of you. It yeah. is a part of you. But God yes. knows better. He does. You know, Cause that's that's exactly it. When you say God knows better, because even though I thought jumping up and saying, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying, oh, yeah, God said, go ahead and be done with this. He knew what I could handle. Right. And that's and, it. And, I, and I don't you know, I'm never going to say go and get I, I can't give someone advice on what they're dealing with. Right. The only advice I'm always going to say is as a Christian, if that's who you really are, yes. then your responsibility is to seek God first. It says it. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Right. It's simple. You know, it, the thing is, is how much are you going to really listen? Mm-hmm. Because we go to God in prayer, but it's a two way conversation. So when we finish telling him, do we stay and listen for the answer or do we pack up and say, I think I feel maybe. But we never yes. heard. We didn't hear that still voice or that that unction mm-hmm. that said, you know, I can do all things through Christ. Which I'm at that place where I've been tested and tried and still am. But in the same breath, I'm like, you know, if you live holy to the best of your ability, you can call God to the carpet with his word. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Absolutely. come on, man, this is what I, this is what you said. Yes. And if this is what I'm doing and you said, you know, you'd never leave me nor forsake, forsake me. me. So I, I pray, you know, to never have to. But if that be, then I'm going to have to call him to it because it's like what I'm going to do. I ain't no good to the world right now Mm -hmm. because I that's a wrap right so to not trust him is me turning my back saying I don't I'm gonna do me Mm -hmm. yeah because that's it you either trust him or you don't right 
So um, Isolated said, it's been a long time. Yes, just keep the faith because God doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't say oops like we do. <laughs> we do. Like we do. He knows exactly what he's doing at all times. Amen. Yes, he does. Um, Lisey says, I miscarried a few years before Elijah, but I was able to come to terms with it because God knew my situation and life at that moment was toxic. See? Yeah. Um, so it was a blessing for me to miscarry. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm going to just say this, no matter what we go through and how many times we met, mess up, fail, fall down, get back up. All you have to do is say, God, please forgive me. And guess what? It's done. So when people keep saying, God, forgive me, God, forgive me. He didn't forgot it. Yeah, it's done. It's done. Once you ask, it is done. You don't have to keep asking and saying, God, will you forgive me? It's done just like that. So we have to learn how. And it's a mindset thing. Mm -hmm. You have to forgive yourself as well. That's key. You have to forgive yourself. Yes, it happened. Okay, now get over it. God, please forgive me. But you have to be genuine because he knows your heart. And you can't always Mm -hmm. use that statement. Uh, Hear me. You cannot always use that statement. God knows my heart to manipulate what you've done. That's cool. I always tell people, use it. He knows your little nasty heart. He knows everything True. that's in it. So keep right on telling yourself, <laughs> yeah, he knows my heart. Yep, and he knows that you lying you're, right now. Yeah. He knows everything. Yes. Because that used to really be my, uh, mm-hmm. when people say, he, I'm like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. So now you're trying to justify that. He yeah, know, I, you exactly. know, I ain't really like that, but I'm like, but he knows it all. So it's like, mm-hmm. I tell my kids, I'm like, he ain't sleeping. He don't blink his eyes. <laughs> so like, just, see, just come yeah. on. Just come. It's like, it never felt so good to tell the truth in your life when you tell it to him. Because <laughs> you're like, I don't care what nobody yes. else thinks about me. me that's because right. I told him on me. Once I tell him on me, it's like, you, you, mm-hmm. you're clear. I'm like, you know what? How they feel or think about me, it doesn't matter. Because you just said something so profound. When you ask God to forgive you, okay, yep, that's just, that's all good. But when you say forgive me and repent, he means turn away. Don't keep willfully and doing it. Right. And then talking about oops. No, it wasn't an oops. When you get that WYD, that wasn't no oops because Come you on. responded. Come on. Because Come on. you can easily just block. Come on. Don't now. be bothered. Mm. Because we keep saying, that, well, it, I just, it happened and it slipped up. Now, you know, then we end up in that situation of having unwanted pregnancies or whatever. But. You knew what you knew what that was gonna do. Mm-hmm. You knew what that was. You knew what was knocking at that door. Right. That flesh wanted what it wanted, and now you want to go and ask Jesus about a decision. Did you ask him? Should I slap with Craig? Mm. You know, sometimes I'm we gotta somebody. go back Woo. to where the decision really came from, from through all of this. Right. Now, if it's health, that's something you're gonna have to weigh that and still. You know, I, I look at my mom when she was sick, when she lived here. She was sick for a long time. But I didn't, I used to get so tired of hearing her go, because the Lord, the, I'm like, here we go. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to hear that. You know, right. Mm-hmm. But I saw what it meant to have the gift of faith, the miraculous walking in front of me and never really got it until I got saved. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's my mom. My mom did that. Mm-hmm. So when I say what health. And your belief, if you're a Christian, my mom walked through that brain tumor. Mm. I'm saying, 
nah, God said I'm healed. And I, and I would see her going down, going mm. down. And I would go in the room, the room be dark, and she's either on her knees or she in the room reading the Bible. I'm going, well, if the Lord is white, you know, because mm. you know when you ain't, I was under the drug program. She drugged me to church. So mm. I ain't know her Jesus. I heard about him. Mm. But he wasn't mine. He was hers. But what she did was showed what she believed no matter. She said, the Lord told me, whose report am I going to believe? Yeah. Every time I go to the doctor, they're telling me this. They're telling me that. Right. And she said, I don't believe. She said, I believe God is going to heal me. And she's still alive. So I watched that. So I say, when I look at her faith and if someone has a health issue and if they are a Christian and if you have faith to believe it. I believe he's going to make that. He's going to make somebody else a believer off of what the doctor said yes. shouldn't be. Yeah. But everything is for his glory anyway. It is. And so we have to go through the process. It's just like Job. Look at all that stuff he went through. That's a moment of silence. Listen. And he came and out he, shining. Because he rocked with Jesus. He was all like, I don't, way, I don't care what, what you come say. On. He was like, whatever. Yeah. And, and it's funny, you know, his friends, because you must have, girl, you must have did something because they would have <laughs> said that to you had to all this going on. Right. And that's how his friends was carrying yeah. him. And he was like, but the minute he shifted and prayed for them friends, kept, he was breaking things off. It was like he is unsh- what's unshakable, unshakable faith. Listen, I'm so glad you said that. I know we kind of getting off a topic a little bit, but I have got to say this. So. I need people to understand that when we go through things, when people are backbiting and and talking about you and trying to set you up, it is clearly the enemy. But you must stand strong and know that God is it's a setup. God is setting you up. I mean, literally setting you up. And you have got to know that God is on your side. Let me tell you something. I know that God is about to bless me because all of this stuff that I have been going through, Mm. listen, it has been a lot and very overwhelming to the point where I am praying from the time I get in my car in the morning Hmm. to the time I get to work. Do you understand me? <laughs> listen, and my drive is street, and we were literally around listen. the corner. But yeah, <laughs> in Jesus' name, you on my street right now. Every morning, and my drive is an hour and a half every morning. When I tell you, I put on my gospel music and I get my mind right. And when I go in, mm-hmm. I go in. Sis, tell them did I not go in last night? But anyway, we won't get into that. Um, listen, please understand. The enemy is after. He sees your future and he's after it. He does not want you to obtain it. But you have to understand, you have to let some people go, whether it be family, whether it be friends, someone you thought was your best friend, your ride or die friend. Some people you have got to let go. I'm telling you that for a reason. It can happen to the best of us, but know that God is setting you up for a blessing. And I know it for a fact. I know it for a fact. You know, said a mouthful, a hundred, amen. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> but that's true because the fact of, okay, every time people, the normal man wants to clap back. You mm. know, I tell people, you ain't forgot how to clap back because you saved. You know, you have a huh. choice. Come on, on now. you're going to react <laughs> yes. or respond. Yeah. Because the thing is, like you with your job, showing up with people, dealing with people, yes. all types of people. 
And it's like, okay, if I'm acting like them and looking like them, but I'm talking, talking about like, Jesus, I'm, come like, on. I'm confusing people. And he said, let not your light be, yeah, be a stumbling block to others. Yes. So stop saying, I don't care what they think about me. You should care. Yes. Because somebody just might want to know about your Jesus, Jesus. without telling and you. Seeing your and seeing your witness. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yes. That's how they do. That's And you know the favorite words. That's why I don't go, go to, to church. church. But guess what? He's going to hold you accountable for that little slogan, yes. too. Because he's going to say, was there not one that lived holy before you, mm-hmm. but you looked at the 80 mm-hmm. that wasn't, mm-hmm. and you didn't keep your eye Come on, on the now. one? So that's what Come they on. like to say. So yeah. it's like what you said. You know, everything doesn't deserve a response. You know, and it gets to a certain point where you're like, okay, stop feeding your flesh. Mm. That's all your flesh just want to be justified. But God wants to be glorified. So it's like, okay, I'm a win. Because I'm so Period. not going to make my father look bad. That's it's right. like if you had parents, we from old school. Okay. You know when them parents pulled up on us, we got we got quiet. Listen. We could have been out just, you know, getting it done, tearing up South in the mind. Let somebody mom pull up that we knew. Everybody got shit. Straight up. No, everything what it was in you was gone. You know, right. you got so that's just how it is with your natural with your heavenly father. Amen. It's like, nah, I represent somebody bigger than me. So even if people don't, it's okay. They're not gonna like you. He said we're peculiar people. people. Yes. So that means we shouldn't be accepted. When you come, room should get uncomfortable. Mm. Think people should stop whispering and talking and sniggling and cackling. What? It should stop. Yes. You know, sometimes I would get mad and be like, oh, here she comes, Sister Sherry. I'd be like, oh. You know, don't keep saying that. And I was like, yeah, keep saying that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause the only thing gonna have some stuff gonna fall off you eventually. Come on now. And I'm like, nope, not Listen. gonna stop. Listen, JC, welcome to the show. That is my other sister. Yay. Listen, JC says God is already blessing you, sis. Thank you. Mm, yes, he is. And uh Rob wants to hear from Richard. Richard, what do you have to say? We haven't heard. I'm sorry. You have been listening. Richard Thank been you. Taking it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he I, I love to take us. it in. Um, on the part where you just said um, we haven't forgotten how to clap back. Huh. Now, I know you know. Not how to clap. <laughs> now people know me for throwing shade oh. and lighting people up with it. Okay, and just um, Tuesday at work, um, my coworker. Yes, my coworker. She was like, something that happened. She said, and Richard, what you got to say? Because I know you got something mm-hmm. to say. I said, now you know, I don't be doing that no more. I have, for the past year, I have let the clapbacks go. The shade thrown. You know, I play around with like you and, mm-hmm. you know, the family. That's small stuff. Mm-hmm. But I said, I don't have no more mean things to say about nobody. I don't. But you, you know what? Even Richard has told me that he's, um, like when people start talking about other people, He'll shut them down. Mm-hmm. Like, I do shut them down now. Where I used to engage. join in, mm-hmm. I'll engage. I might start it off. Or laugh. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but now I'm just, I can't even be around this type of people. Um, I went to mm-hmm. meet up with a friend and she wanted to invite somebody else with us. And she started calling this waitress out of her, just started talking about her mean. Oh, wow. For no reason. And I was just like, why? Like, mm-hmm. why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Well, did that help you in any way? Mm. You didn't gain nothing, no benefits from being tre- nasty, being, nasty mm-hmm. being mean, tearing somebody down. You know, That's a terrible story. I don't get it. Um, and I, I'm mad that I used to do it. But it, that's the growth in you. Mm-hmm. 
because you got time. You didn't. You know it didn't look good on you. You're a handsome young man, <laughs> and no matter you. how gorgeous or handsome we are, that can make the most beautiful person look Being ugly. Nasty, because yeah. I just told my ten year old. I said, really. Cause I was, I'm like you. I watch reality TV. So <laughs> she always asks, cause she's she's my Bible girl. She'll like, she'll call me to the carpet oh, on wow. living holy. And I'm oh, like, go ahead, girl. She's like, why do you watch this if they're always being mean and cussing mm-hmm. and saying things? Mm-hmm. I said, you know what it is. I have heart talks and heart conversations with people. So when I'm looking at them, I really see what's underneath. Yep. I said mm-hmm. I see the pain and the hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't just see the glamorous life that they want everybody else to see because it looks good, mm-hmm. but it's coming from a hurt place, yep. a broken place, some trauma, some stuff that you know we rather dress it up, lash it up, beat the face up, and mm-hmm. in order not to deal with what we're dealing with. So that's where that comes from when people do that, and I'm like, oh, it's something going on mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. because um, mm-hmm. it's that's not normal, right? That you would just constantly lash out and just want to make somebody else the joke Hurt. so that mm-hmm. you can look good yeah mm-hmm. that's not normal it's not normal so um rob says finally got what you to say something <laughs> and rob, 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 rob is my rob. my other son my son-in-law um jc said go ahead taurus ricky mm-hmm. all right now <laughs> yeah rob said you've been changed richard you've been yes. changed prayers Absolutely. work there you go. Prayers work, child. Listen, um, Michael Norton, welcome to the show. Uh, love the show. Thank you very much. Uh, let let's get to talk about entrepreneurship. We will do that, but not on tonight's show. We have we will do that at another um, another show. But thank you for bringing that up. I will add that to um, one of our segments. So please make sure you mm-hmm. like the page and yeah. subscribe and um we so you can see all our notifications when we we'll definitely be talking about that soon mm-hmm. uh, okay now ricky got some things going on y'all he's uh, a, I'm, gonna get, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to hire ricky come over on that corner <laughs> <laughs> yes and stuff. that's though. right we have to have a meeting after the show uh, all right ricky, catch me for my prices go up <laughs> So do you want to talk a little bit about your brand? So actually, um, at the top of the year, um, I put out a YouTube video with my 2019 goals and different aspirations I had for the year. And one of those goals was to start my own business venture. And that was in January. It is still now July. And I have been, I don't want to say struggling, but because I definitely, I started my own clothing brand. Oh, okay. Um, and I started off with an online boutique, and then I kind of wanted something bigger. I said, I want something with my own name. I don't want to just sell other people's clothes. I right, want something right. with my own name on something I created. So I've been all year long just going back and forth with what I want to name it and how I want it to look and different things like that. But it is finally ready. It's finally up. Um, and we'll put it in the comments, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> they always say, put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. Um, it is Key by Ricky. Um, so it is K-I-I by R-I-C-K-I-I.com. But my um, site is up. Everybody has loved all the products I've put out so far, and it's oh, just wow. going to steady, you know, grow. Um, I'm super excited about that. So that definitely so entrepreneurship good. will be talked about. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I love to just encourage you I, I love encouraging entrepreneurship of course but young entrepreneurs right of course just because 
just because we're young, we're not over 25, we're not over right. 30. You can be doing it. There's people younger than me. They Little kids, you know like the little boy did the bow ties, little girls did yes. the bow ties. They like got they lemonade are. and everything, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. sold in stores, you know? Right. So I'm just like, come on. I love it. Let's I go. love the fact, like, I love the millennials. Mm-hmm. I always say mm-hmm. at church, I'm like, they the ones, I, I love them. I love talking to them, hearing them, because those are the ones that people throw away, but actually, the, y'all are the ones that God are going to use the most. Mm-hmm. Y'all are like y'all gonna take that kingdom so far. It's a, it's amazing. I always say that I get so excited because it's not what it looks like. Mm. I have to say that because I have a twenty five year old and I know what it's like when we think, oh, nah, it's that's not what it looks like. And I'm never gonna feel like, oh, well, I'm here and God and my kids are nah. God's got them. Mm-hmm. My job is because see, that's what the enemy would love for moms to start getting because then we'll get mm-hmm. off track because we want the kids to line up and you know, sister watermelon. I'm talking about well, how she up here. <laughs> Ministering to me and her kids in the club turning up, mm-hmm. yup, and they prayed for, and I didn't gave That's them to right. God, Come and on. I'm done. That's I'm right. not gonna lose my focus with God yes. because other people need me. You know, so I love to encourage the young girls of their worth, the young men. Come on, get yourself together. Mm-hmm. There's more to life than this. Don't yes. throw in the towel so quickly. You know, I thought when we were talking briefly. I know we off topic. This uh, that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we had what um just briefly we had said how we had done so much back then and to say that how God is such a gracious and merciful God. Look at where you are, what you're doing. And even in your life, it's crazy when you be messaged. I'm like, boy, she don't know. I'm about to go off sometime <laughs> at work. I'm like, oh, I could take that up running emoji. I'm like, oh, she don't know. Like God is about to really, you know, I say overflow is coming to your house in the season. Listen, mm-hmm. overflow is coming. Overflow is in your house. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say it's coming. Overflow is in your house. Just hold on to your hat because I promise you, trust and know, I, I, I hear God real well, but overflow is in your house because what was supposed to break you, destroy you, had you lose your mind and all kinds of crazy things. Because when you were messaging, I was like, she don't know. I can really tell her right now what God's saying. And I'm at work and the phones is ringing. But it was like this had to happen because sometimes I'm not obedient when God says say. But overflow is in your house. It's all on your life. It's on your children. It's, it's incredible. When I walked in, I was like, oh my God. And it wasn't this stuff. Mm-hmm. That I saw mm-hmm. It was the atmosphere The anointing Was on your children This young man It's a, it's incredible Like my face I'm just so in awe With you mm-hmm. Just sitting there And I always suck things in I'm a watcher Wow Mm-hmm. And the hand of God is on your life, like it or not. You know, you can go mm-hmm. ahead and do whatever you think you're doing, mm-hmm. and it's okay now. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, it's 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 on your life, Amen. and and you're gonna get to the point. It's like a dog that can only run so far, because mm-hmm. after a while, your feet gonna get tired. You know, it's it's God's will, and His hand is heavy on your life. Yeah, and He's got your your business is so prosperous, even as we speak in the beginning stages, mm-hmm. because you stepped out in a place of, I don't know, is it gonna work? Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I'm not like everybody else, and that's exactly why it's gonna prosper because you're not like everybody else. You know, mm-hmm. stay in your lane and kill it. Mm-hmm. You know, get your stuff and run with it, mm-hmm. because at what forty seven. I had to figure out, you know, walking with God to find out who I am in him and not who I was to people. Mm. Because, you know, people will associate with you with who you used to be or what you do. Mm -hmm. And 
who I am as a woman that loves God and loves people and I always want to take lift people up yeah. and pull them up and keep them going and encouraging them and what you're doing with younger people you had to that mm-hmm. switch had to happen for you mm-hmm. because how God's going to use you he couldn't have that mess because as, as some of your friends is dropping off now mm-hmm. yeah they dropping off because they can't handle what's on you and you are so far ahead of them and it's okay Mm-hmm. Because where you are, you're your own unique individual. Mm-hmm. And I look at where you are, like, it's it's amazing. Like, you see, but you, you've seen yourself further. You see where you really want to go. Mm-hmm. You've seen, and you've seen your vision. It's so big, and you're like, God. But then the things that keep coming up. Yes, Lord. Saying, well, God, I know what you said. And keep on yes. telling him that. Keep yes. on saying, God, I know what you promised. I heard you. Mm-hmm. And this is what you said. Because every time it comes, keep saying, yeah, but God, this is what you said. Mm-hmm. God, this is what you said. Yes. Because that's what we have to do in this at the stage in the game. Because I didn't think that where I am right now, like I published my own book. It was crazy. Yes, Sherry. I only had myself spell checking the Holy Ghost. <laughs> 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 I don't have a publisher. That's okay. I was like, oh my God, this yes. is not going to work. How many times I cried and said, you know mm-hmm. what, God, just let me keep doing my newsletters and my blogs. You know, I don't really got to do the book because everybody got but a God book and so I'm much not. More. You know, I was so yes. just about the giving and giving and pouring out that it didn't matter. And I remember one time I said, let me just go and check. And it was like I had like, um, a hundred some words left and I was like alright I was like God it's all the words some stuff might be missing and he was like hit send mm. he said let me tell you something I allow you to be transparent in life the way I, you come this is how you come naked before me he mm. said I've covered you mm. so it doesn't matter what they see flaws and all I've covered you I've called you just to go and be just who you are. So even if it's uncomfortable, even saying what I said tonight was like, wow, God, you always let me tell on myself. That's why I tell mm-hmm. people I tell on me. Mm-hmm. I'm my own But somebody needs to hear that. Somebody out there needs to hear that. You being transparent, me being transparent yeah. in that moment. Somebody needed to hear that because we don't know what people are going through. And just like that young lady who was nasty to the waitress, she doesn't mm-hmm. know what that person or whoever it was, mm-hmm. they don't know what that waitress was going through during that day. That could have broke her. Mm-hmm. Right. That piece could have broke her. But I'm, you know, anyway, we're not going to get on right. into that. I want you to know, ma'am, you didn't mess me all up. <laughs> but anyway, you know who that is. We gonna blame now. It's above me. <laughs> yeah, it's above me. Yes, but let me tell you something because I, I know God has showed me so many things, and God usually mm-hmm. shows me in my dreams. That's where God speaks to me in my dreams, and I've seen it. I I know you see like. You've seen yeah, it. I've People seen it. be like, I think now you like, I've seen it. I've seen it. And it's so crazy because um, God brought it back to my remembrance because I actually had the dream years ago, mm-hmm. but I was in, I was coming on stage and I remember just like I had it last night. I was going higher on these steps onto a stage and it was nothing but people. Mm-hmm. A crowd of people. Yeah. At that time, I did not know what all of that was. Here we are. I know that it's coming. Yeah. And I know that's why the enemy has been beating me, trying to oh, beat me down. Absolutely. Because he does not want me to obtain that mouth. What I had. Mm. That's what I said, boy. As much as that mouth, I said, I'm going to get paid for this mouth. You Hello. <laughs> be like, yes. Talking too much. Yes. I remember getting teased. 
Oh, you, you need talk. to be a preacher or something because you talk too much. And boy, did I get mad then? Mm. The drunker I got. Because I'm like, you, must, you got to be mixed up. That ain't for me. You know, uh-uh. Who? No, I'm not. And it was like, like you, that's that. I, it's mm. so amazing. Like, I'll see you, Deacon. Mm. <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyway, let me yeah. not go off it in here. Yeah, but it's so, like, it's. I see myself because it's like, uh. No, anything that serious with me. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna hang out at church. You know, I'm, that's mom now. You know, Listen, and it's a time. It's, yeah. You know, and she already he said train a child the way they should go. When they old, oh, they gonna return. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. That's why I say, honey, at church I tell them quickly. Oh, all my children they stay filled with the Holy Ghost. It's, it's done. They covered. Not waiting. Period. It's done. Mm-hmm. But amen. This is something. Amen. You know what? Let me just read these comments really quick. And then we're going to close out. Um, JC said, uh, so proud of you, nephew, for your business. Yes, those shirts are fire. You are blessed. Amen. Come on. Say it. Sherry. Missy, welcome to the show. Missy Wilson said it. Hey, Missy. Yes. Welcome to the show, girl. Glad you are on this evening. Um, She says, hallelujah. Lisa says, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Use her, God. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. You know, and I just, um, I'm going to close out with this. If it was not for God, I wouldn't be here. Period. And I'm saying that because people really don't know my struggle and where I've come from and how, how far God has brought me. When I tell you it was just me and my kids, it was just me and my kids. Nobody else but them. So we have a very close bond. And anybody that knows me knows I love my children. And they are, like I said, they are covered. I pray every morning and prayers do work. Mm. Sister Sherry, look, Mm -hmm. she didn't just say some things that just... You know, going no, back to some of my prayers, like God, no, listen, I don't know. Hey, I exactly. Talk to Brandon, like I know we don't talk every day, and, and I mean we have been friends ex- for years, ever, like yes. teenage. Yeah, Lord have mercy, we go way back before children. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we go way back. But I just want to encourage everyone out there: if you are dreaming or you have a dream to open a business, to be an entrepreneur. Do not get stuck. Do not let other people get in your ear. Do not let the enemy get to you. You have a purpose and God is going to use you. And God is going to use your business to help other people, to employ other people. So keep dreaming and keep moving forward. All right. Any final things? That was was good for me. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Same time, same place. Make sure you share this video. Like and share this video. And we will put in the comments. Actually, we'll share the page. Ricky, um, your your website. Yes. So people can go and buy their t-shirts and hats. You got hats, too. Hats, phone cases. Um, I have, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of different things actually on the site and I'm still adding products don't worry it's more to come <laughs> you heard it here first on Sugar Talk with Rana yes. guys have a great evening we love you and we'll see you next week good night